calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover. And you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Fireteam Chat, IGN's Destiny Show. Thank you so much for joining us. Joining me in the studio today is CJ Gibson. What's up? Fran Mirabella, Sean Finnegan, and we are all really stoked. The Destiny 2 Forsaken reveal just happened. Here's what they revealed. Basically, weapons can go in any slot you want them to. There's going to be random rolls on all weapons. They pretty much fixed the vault. Uh, there's going to be a new sort of expansion pass thing that you can buy, but it's not an expansion pass anymore. It's an annual past now and we'll talk all about that our impressions including the new pvp mode gambit so first of all guys what did you think of the reveal are you excited is this good is destiny back did you just say they fixed the vault Ta- yeah they, they the did vault. oh i never thought it, you heard it here first. <laughs> it, it, i don't want to jump to any conclusions <laughs> you just said but it seems like you it's going to be fixed there is a collection system in your inventory where it's I'm pretty darn sure Dean said you can just grab it right out of there. Yep. They're giving us 500 slots, which if I can get rid of all the crap I don't want. Random rolls are back, though. You have random 20 new Ice Lunas. Yeah, yeah. Um, there it is. Random rolls are back. That's going to be great. But yeah, I know. I think we're talking about that later. I just, yeah. you did say it. So I wanted to put it up. <laughs> September 4th. We'll see. It's the happiest day of in advance. a while. This is That's great. This is great. Yeah. And I do so, think and all mass shader deletion. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. that Scott was on the show. That was, you know that oh, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, I think it's also worth noting we are headed into E3. Yeah. So we just saw the reveal. We scrambled to do the show this week. Bear with us as we're trying to. Piece things together. Tweets are coming in, but obviously leave in the comments anything that needs a small correction if we get to that. Yeah. But uh, we're excited, right? I mean, where do uh-huh. we start? Uh, pretty positive. Let's go back to that question that I just asked everybody. Do you feel like this is a revitalization for Destiny CJ? Yeah, this was everything that I think addressed PvP, PvE, maybe even a little campaign, although they did say that they were going to shy away from that kind of stuff. Um, just cut Your cutscenes and cinematics, yes. it's going to be more about I the gameplay, like... which is why players love the game. Yeah, I totally felt like Deej was looking right at the camera being like that Finnegan guy. Exactly. You better be paying attention to this. Well, and we've talked about that. I mean, even with Black Ops 4 eliminating campaigns, those are bottlenecks to some of the gameplay things. 
So these are all positive changes, I think. Um, and yeah, I, I, I'm now excited and have a bunch more questions that I'm sure we'll get answered in the next few weeks. Yeah, they didn't talk about console exclusivity. They just said, hey, here's what everybody's getting. I'm sure it'll be there, but focusing on the content and yeah. what changes I, they're going to make in the core Destiny experience was the most important thing for them to do, and they rocked it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I already saw that asterisk exclusive until fall something, uh, which is normally what we see. But Great. It might it might have been for something else, but I think yeah. I saw it in there. So. Okay. What's your impression, though, friend? Oh, I thought you were moving on to Sean and the lore tabs over here. But um, for me, <laughs> the the when I saw, for stars, there was, like, maybe new enemy types, right? Like, seemingly. They're mm-hmm. fallen, but they, they look they definitely look different. different. There's, like, fall. chains, and they got these cool, you know, forsaken horns or whatever mm-hmm. it is. Boss, or the enemy designs looked really cool. I'm mm-hmm. liking yeah. the vibe um, of kind of the world they presented and definitely the fact that they're, like, there's these new subclasses. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is these are huge changes that we're not used to getting – uh, over the many years, we've really only got that once. We got like two times around. Sorry, we got a new subclass that was added along the first yeah. years, and so yeah. so new yeah. subclasses and new subclass trees. So the the classes that you know today are probably going to be changed a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But there was like uh, throwing knives or something was yeah. a hunter. hunter. And anyway, I loved seeing that and loved just sort of the new stuff they're presenting. All new weapon slots, like you said. So it's, a, it's not a small change. No, it's definitely. big, and that's why I'm excited. I, there's probably too much to dive into. A whole new weapon archetype? Yep. I love yeah. bow and arrows, just like in real life. Yeah. Yeah. I love archery. Yeah. Can't wait to try that. No, not crossbow. <laughs> That's a bow and arrow. Yeah. Oh, I thought yeah. it was mechanical. Yeah, no. And hopefully it kills in one hit. It does look like it does. I mm. mean, which is interesting because even as a hunter now with your nightshade, you're like, you know what? And I wonder if that's one hit. Steven Rue pointed out, they said, oh, that's a nice machine gun. Yeah. Whoop. Whoop, you're I dead. Know. Oh, it's sort of a double reveal. I, machine right? guns might be bad. Yes. And we're getting this new could have been yeah. out of context. No, no, up, that is a bunch of little compound bow. Yeah. yeah. What do you got, John? What do you think? Uh, I really liked this reveal. That Vidoc like totally set the tone 100%. right up front of the nine for me. minutes. Yeah, yeah, like I thought that was awesome. The stream overall, I thought it was going to be longer, but I guess it's good that it wasn't because they kind of left you wanting more, which is how I felt at the end of the stream. Uh, it feels like when they revealed the Taken King. Remember when like they revealed the Taken King in yes. a similar Vidoc? You and I were at E3, and mm-hmm. we did the Vidoc like no commentary. legend is safe is the name of the Vidoc, and it totally felt like whoa, this is a new like milestone for destiny like after this point the game will be very different Mm -hmm. and i get that same sense here which is great because the game has not been in the greatest state recently and i think a lot of players feel that so we're looking forward and man is there a lot of really cool stuff to look forward to i'm seriously amped about it yeah really big changes no transmogs yet that we're seeing but (laughs) really like getting there so that's the thing is like i i have the sense that like what we saw in the stream and they kind of alluded to it in the stream was like this is all very top level sort of like at a at a like a thousand feet up look at what's coming in the future once we get down to like the granular stuff like i would expect to see more detailed changes like transmog not specifically these but things like that that are very specific to the quality of life yes that we play lore in game quest bounties yeah cj you have in your notes here play your way weapon slot changes that's going to be really cool you can play destiny one style you do all shotguns three shotguns crazy yep they use that as an example. Uh, the weapons have random rolls, something the community has been asking for. There's going to be mods on the armor or armor customization. Armor of perks some of some kind. Perks. Yep. And, yeah, the collections are huge. They're amazing. So they're giving us 500 more vault slots, plus we have the collection system, yep. which – I mean, we didn't see it happen, but they basically said that you can grab it from there and have it on your It also shows like a fraction. Like if you look closely, it's like numbered like and then there's a slash. And then like you have collected this many of this many available. So it gives you kind of like 
it gives you a sense of how many weapons you haven't yet discovered or unlocked. Right. Yeah, I yeah. rewatched the part. I'm like, it sounds like you can pull it right out of that menu yes, while you're in yes. So they're like improving the vault system across the board. Yeah, yeah. I'm confident yeah. you can. It's just mm-hmm. you know collections today. Are you going to go back to the tower? Yeah. And the, now they just yeah. put it right there. Well, yeah. it's all and it's all temp right now, so stuff might change yeah. in the future. Yeah. But yeah, the part that I enjoyed, I feel like they're answering a bunch of things kind of simultaneously. If potentially you can get it right from there, you don't need to go to orbit. It helps out the lore people. You actually had the ability to see the weapons in advance of obtaining them. To me, that was the thing that was missing in Destiny 2, especially when random rolls were eliminated. So that fixes almost like 99% of the problems that I have. Instead of using DestinySets.com, it's right there. Right there. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're pretty sure that now with these collections in there, like we've been seeing with, say, Catalyst, there's like a hint. We think that's probably where this might go. Like there's a question mark exotic that you know it's one of the 40, and maybe you get a hint. Well, we don't know if it's maybe exotics. Yeah. Or no, legendary, I'm, I'm or what it is, yeah. yeah. But if it is that way, then yes, and that's the nicest part is if they have little hints or if they have certain things. Like there's so many weapons in Destiny, and you want to figure out, okay, how do I obtain this? Yeah, it, to me, it's going to be great for the content creators as well. Yeah, yeah. Anything else? Uh, I mean, overall, like I just think that this is a huge step forward, and I'm very yeah. excited about it. Like it gives me hope that they're listening to the community, and not just like the overall sort of sentiments that we can all like. Even if you're sort of following Destiny, you know what the community's saying mm-hmm. just from just from seeing the same threads on Reddit. But like the fact that like they're willing to change so much and so drastically mm-hmm. gives me hope that they're willing to kind of go the distance and other things. Like I've all I've long been saying, one of the things I wanted was more RPG like talent trees that make our like choices with how we play really uh like more tailored to our play style and uh, a lot more sort of like focused and the fact that they're now switching around the weapon slots like that gives me hope that like we could potentially see those changes in the future yeah it's a lot of different options two things stuck out to me one to your point was they they still said it might break the game yeah we thought of that awesome we've all probably used lunafaction boots by now and the fact that they're willing to continue this like crazy like oh my god we've seen so many clips and even when i still have used lunafaction i'm like are you kidding me yeah Yeah, we see Um, like that stuff amps me up you know what that's great yeah you know what it was there was the super where uh was it a warlock that had like the beam of an arc yeah some yes. of the, and there, that was when they were talking about this might break the game maybe i yep. don't know if it was that but i remember that moment stuck out like i just watched a video because i was just googling like what are the best because i'm i'm in pvp i'm running uh crest of alpha loopy right now which mm-hmm. is pretty good at, when you cast your barrier it gives you a health boost mm-hmm. uh that's pretty good but now there's all these other changes like i've been looking at syntheseps videos yeah that is really good but it then this really guy good. posted op good uh, this guy posted a new build that he calls the AC-130 build where you use Lion Rampant, which is the floating mm-hmm. boots, yeah. and then you use uh, Skyburner's Oath, yeah. which they adjusted. Oh, which has hipfire already. Hipfire, yeah. and you just float around. New AD, like you don't, even, you don't even ADS. It's you like just hipfire, well. and it tracks them, and it does so much damage. I'm like, that's crazy. whoa, that's a build I want to try now, and now yeah. I need to go get those two weapons. So if they're willing to change up the sandbox in such drastic ways where we can like – potentially come up with these new combinations and we are like really excited to explore these new ways of playing like that's what the core destiny gameplay loop is to me and like that's just gonna be so cool yeah the only other mention i was i don't know if we're talking about it later but just they talked alluded to the fact that weapons might have a bit of a grind in them as well like leveling them up or something Mm -hmm. right yeah Yeah, they're gonna grow as your power grows stuck out to me that there was something to me that kind of just said like 
a new type of infusion. But yeah, I, yeah. Like, I get what you're saying. But overall, <laughs> okay. thumbs up, right? Ruined thumbs yeah. up Isn't that what infusion is? Oh, for oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I'm, I'm excited to learn more. I made a comment that no legend is safe. Actually, that was last year's Taken King or, you know, Destiny 1's Taken King reveal. I thought this was just as good or maybe even better in some ways because the game has dramatically changed. Uh, David Samuel. Oh, oh, yeah, the yeah. sound effects guy. When the he best. makes it in there, him and then uh, Scott Taylor, Steve Cotton, there, there were a combination of moments in there where I'm like, those guys know and Love understand. Yeah, the last like <laughs> few months have been a little difficult. So it was good to see all those guys being really lighthearted. Dave there. Samuel always Definitely. brings a smile <laughs> to my face. The only thing we don't know, I would point out, though, is this is an expansion, right? They yeah. talked about whatever, the Dreaming City. Yeah. They didn't really talk about new planets and stuff, right? And so, they very much avoided, so, right, showing – yeah, we're going to talk about this? Yeah, so – Overall, thumbs up. They didn't really yeah. talk too much about the new. How much content they, is what they, I'm on? They teased them. Uh, I, let's talk about the the pricing structure oh, okay. and, wh- and why that's a little bit strange. That's where I was going to jump. Oh in sure, there. you know. So almost. we can't fill, we can't finish up real quick with. Uh, what do you got? Well, just like one of the biggest things that we didn't really touch about, which I think forms a lot of our impressions, is yeah. the reveal of the new space, which is Dreamy City. Yeah, right? the new the new raid space. Yeah, so they kind of positioned it as a, an end game slash raid space where mm-hmm. all of the end game uh, events and challenges and stuff happen. Kind of, and they said like it was a lot like if uh, what's the name of Crota's End ship? and uh, no, Dreadnought. oh no, sorry, yeah. Dreadnought, Dreadnought yeah. and Vault of Glass. They yeah. said if they had if they were twins, twins yeah, yes. yeah. Which that's an interesting comparison because like I liked the Dreadnought, but it felt a little small. But the idea of a brand new really? space that we haven't seen where. Basically, you're doing your raids, you're doing your whatever the game's equivalent of Escalation Protocol or challenge or Prison of Elders is, your end game activities, where the thing that really hooked me uh, is that they said, like, it would be different in three weeks after Gardens yeah. had explored it yeah. than it is when you first get there because there are these secrets and puzzles that unlock over time and as Guardians mm-hmm. progress further and further, it gets bigger and bigger. That sounds awesome because yeah. I don't know if you guys have been doing like the nascent dawn quests and all of yes. the like yeah. exotic quests going on in this expansion right now, but mm. they're awesome. Yeah, they're like, great. They're really cool. You and thought the dreadnought was small? The dreadnought wasn't. Yeah, like small. about about a- like after maybe the first couple weeks, you're like, uh, it feels pretty but small. I think it probably felt small because you only went to a few areas, but it was actually pretty also small. It, it was huge. It's yeah. also because I think like. Initially, you—I uh, mean, you don't—you don't have access to your. Claustrophobic. Yeah. You don't have yeah. access to your uh, sparrow, so mm-hmm. I think yeah. that artificially makes it feel a little bit bigger. Maybe a little bit. I get what you're saying. But what I'm saying is like the prospect of a brand new space that seems open world and yeah. big, and they—we saw a bunch of art in the Vidoc. It, looks, really it cool. looks really cool. Yeah. Like I'm just excited to go explore that. They showed a lot of the raid this time, like a few of the encounters that we can sort of expect and. Uh, I think that's good. They gave us enough of a tease without giving anything away, and I really, really appreciated that. Uh, I'm really excited about September. They were yeah. they were very specific to be like, we don't want to tell you too much because yeah. like part yeah. of it is the surprise. Yeah. Well, Deke was tempering people's expectations too because now we have a bunch of questions. So yeah, like you know. thank God it's not Leviathan. Thank you. That's not a question. <laughs> yes. I just yes. want to say that. <laughs> like yeah. I'm just so Another glad. To, I'm rate. so glad to get out of that space and be somewhere totally new and yeah. exploring the area. I was really worried yesterday when they're like, oh. We're going back to prison. Elders like, oh no! Like it's going to be like Destiny. They're just giving us an area from Destiny One, but no, it's so different. Yeah, I'm I'm relieved to see that the enemy faction actually looks visually distinct. It doesn't just like it's not like a peg leg fallen. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like yeah. look, we With gave Siva. them weird legs this time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, they look pretty different. They, yeah, they have really yeah. some new moves. It looks like, and yeah. I'm ex- honestly, we've been waiting for that for years. Yeah, yep. yeah. Uh, it's, so that's it's very exciting. 
for sure. Uh, I did kind of want to talk about the confusing pricing structure. So they're doing an annual pass system now going with Destiny 2 Forsaken. And here, I'm just going to break it down. I have it written down on my piece of paper. So if you've never played Destiny 2, you need Destiny 2 base game and the two expansions, which you can get for... On PS4, $39.59. On Xbox, $38.99. Or on PC, $38.99. And then, if you want to get just Destiny 2 Forsaken, you can get that for $39.99 without the annual pass. So you'll be looking at $79.58 or about $80 bucks to go in. And then, if you want to get the annual pass with Forsaken, it's $109.58. So that will be your total cost entry if you're a new Destiny 2 player and you've never played Destiny 2 before. How do you make it this far into the show if you've never played? No, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're probably not watching the show. But just to give context, Bungie did clarify that they – what did they say specifically, Fran? You have the tweet right there. Oh, yes, I do. I did pull this up. So it's funny. We've been asking them about this today. (laughs) I wonder if this – somewhat in response. But they said there will be – Additional Destiny 2 Forsaken product options unveiled later this year. For players who do not own the Destiny 2 base game (laughs) and both expansions, they'll be available closer to September 4th. And shout out to Humble Bundle, an IGN partner. There's actually a sale right now on Destiny 2. It's like 12 bucks. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Part of IGN. Humble Bundle is actually disclosure. Part of IGN. Yep. uh, But but they have a great deal. deal. And it goes to charity. Yes. So (laughs) Uh, this is actually something that was really important because I I don't know about you guys, but I was getting a bunch of tweets like, okay, this seems like a good time to enter right but yes. like how do i do that what is that going to cost me if i don't have destiny 2 or haven't played it yet do i have to get the other expansions and stuff yeah. so like the in fact, yes you do need to get the other expansions yeah but the those. fact that bungie is going to address that for people yeah. who haven't jumped into the game yet with bundles and stuff that makes sense that are hopefully maybe a little discounted yeah like yeah, 60 be great. or something right yeah, because like yeah, i'm looking I mean, at this and being like a good price point 60 70 we'll see yeah like if i'm looking if i'm a new player if i just have to you know put myself in that position and be like i haven't played destiny 2 yeah, what if you only play Destiny 1? That's yeah. like one of the things. Yeah. But it looks yeah. like this is a good time. Or or I learned my lesson and I didn't like Destiny 1, but I jumped back in for Taken King. And now I want to jump back in for Forsaken. And then I see that it's going to cost $110 at minimum. I'm yeah. like, that's with the ooh. Pass, but that's, yeah. a, that's a no, But you know what I mean, right? Yeah. Like that's the sort of jumping in point. Yeah. 80, like, 80 minimum, 110 but that's with sales right, today. Yeah. If you were to buy it today, yes, today, yeah. and, and that, that was the point. Destin and I talked about this briefly. I just really wanted to make sure it's just a little clear on it. Is all. Yeah. MSRP as you go around, like Best Buy still had oh. up like Destiny yeah. Two Plus expansions for like ninety. Yeah. Then you have Oof. there's non sale items, and it's a little confusing that you could actually spend as much if you're not careful as 128, 29 bucks if you're not careful to buy all the stuff without the uh, annual right. pass. So, my, so yeah, so you my, get it for seventy five to eighty bucks for yep. now. All I wanted to finish by saying I hope they get a little closer to 60 because – and that's why I'm a little worried about what the other content is. Like it seems like it really relies on the rest of the But when content. you say right now, you don't think they're holding some of this information to release that at E3 or later? Like we're well, they away said, from E3. They said so, in the stream that closer to launch, like closer to September, they would be I revealing more information about that. I feel like they're waiting to see how pre-orders go. If you want right. my honest opinion at this Who knows? Um, so I am actually using this as a segue, everybody. Uh, so let's talk about the annual pass. So Destiny 2 Forsaken is going to have a new annual pass system. The The base game costs $39.99 with the annual pass. It's $69.99. You get three expansions. You get Black Armory, which is Winter 2018, Joker's Wild, which is Spring 2019, and Benumbra, Summer 2019. I said it a little weird, but that's what it's called. <laughs> Anyway, you get those three expansions, and I have a question for everybody. Is this a better system than the two DLCs? I mean, it's a really tough question to answer you know without what's knowing what's in, in them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's going to come down the to way, the content. So right? me and Brian uh, and 
dug in out there. We talked a lot about this this morning, but really what it comes down to is like, I just think that this is a better way for them to message that players are going to be getting regular content. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like what that content is and hope like one, I don't think it'll be addressed until we're closer to what, when we're getting them. But two, I also expect them to be more in line with what we got from Warmind and Curse of Osiris. The problem being that I think Bungie realizes that when, when, Players and guardians who are really involved in the game don't have anything to play and are looking forward to the next expansion. Then there's no information out there, like mm-hmm. even the name. Yeah, our expectations get like high up, yeah. right? And then it delivers, and it's not what we expected, and people are disappointed, right? Well, this is a way where we can tell people, look, like you're paying X amount, you're getting X amount, mm-hmm. you're getting Y amount, whatever. And we can think of these things in terms of the size and scope of Curse of Osiris and Warman. If we do that, I think we're going to be at least not at least our yeah. speculations aren't just running wild. Yeah, you know? here here's what they did tell us on on the sheet. It did say endgame challenges, new weapons, armor, and vanity rewards to collect, new and returning exotics, new pinnacle activities, new triumph records to collect, new lore to discover. So this is that's basically what Warmind was, right? Yep. Like so in varying degrees, like it depends on how much or how robust these features are, you know, like if there's an escalation protocol like mm-hmm. event in it, then perhaps it is worth it, you know? Yeah. Uh I think it's just a better way to communicate the type of content you're getting for the price up front as opposed to waiting down the line for yeah, Guardians. For a to launch. Get, yeah, exactly. Well, but I mean, in, in some ways they did that a little bit because even on the launch of Destiny 2, we knew that there was going to be the Warmind. We knew that there was going to be – they weren't titled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We knew right off the Expansion bat. 1 and 2. Expansion 1 and 2. But I mean – so I hear what you're saying. To me, this is all still a little bit vague. Until we get closer to each of those things, like it's kind of the same always, right? But it's mm-hmm. nice that it's an annual pass and it's like you can either choose to buy this or not. Alongside seasonal updates and live events available to every Destiny 2 player, Forsaken Annual Pass provides bonus rewards and introduces three premium content releases. Each release delivers new experiences to Destiny 2 Forsaken, including activities and in-game content, and an arsenal of powerful weapons, armor, and gear to earn. I believe I pulled that from the press release. Uh, one thing that comes alongside this is Deej did say on the stream, and I'm paraphrasing, we're leaning harder into what keeps you coming back, less into cutscenes and cinematics. Yeah. Which again is, mm-hmm. I feel like, a yeah. definitely like, Sean, I hope you're listening out there. Type <laughs> yeah. comment. I have been very vocal about wanting these expansions to dive deeper into the storytelling, and I feel like that sometimes might be a little misconstrued because I am 100% all for environmental, adventure-based uh, storytelling or like not necessarily cinematic cutscene storytelling. Right. Yeah, if the in-game engine does it and it does it really well and there's a bunch of different... Well, they didn't yeah, say well, that they, yet though. What no, about like the but, lore tabs and... But that's what I'm saying is like... I think okay with that? Well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Like I think yeah. a, uh, a great example, I mean, Halo's a great example of this where like there's the main campaign, it has cutscenes and cinematics or whatever, but then if you go back and you're picking up terminal, terminals and stuff, you're getting a bunch of additional story that you yeah. can collect and piece together at your yeah. own pace which fleshes out the world. And anyone who watches like someone like Bife on YouTube realizes there's all this information and lore out there that we just don't pick up on. Yeah. I love that. And I think that that's a great way to do it as long as we – I just want them to make it easier. Like if there's a lore tab and we can access that and there's a progress in it, then that's going to be great. And it sounds like that's the direction they're Yeah, we, we don't know enough about it yet though, right? Like we may not have a traditional campaign mission structure like we're seeing in uh, – like Warmind, to be fair, yeah, it didn't really have like a lot of cutscenes or anything. But – 
I wonder what it means because they really were talking about in-game activities, mm. vanity items, potentially new items, etc. So I'm kind of wondering if they're still going to have called the traditional campaign ad. To be honest, Destiny's mm. biggest strength has always been the gameplay and its weakest yeah, just add has a strike. always been the storytelling. Exactly. Yeah. So add a new they're already <laughs> taking the strikes out of the main campaign missions and throwing them back into the strike playlist. So I, I'm going to take a wait and see with this. But, I mean, if they can still deliver an interesting, compelling story through <clears throat> – New strikes and some sort of narrative path that they take us on that doesn't have as many cutscenes. Cool, just tell a better overall story. Yep. Yeah, and one other important note: I'm sure people are like, "Well, what does this mean for like all the free updates that I've been getting?" This has been a question going yeah. around, which Bungie addressed about an hour ago as a recording. They said it'll be in the TWAB, so you know by the time you hear this, there may be more details. We'll be at E3, but uh, coming this week, they say more details and information about the Forsaken annual pass are coming in the weekly Bungie update. The annual pass is designed to improve upon the previous expansion pass and will not replace seasonal events and live game updates that every player can access in Destiny yeah. 2. Yeah. So let's talk about the price just for one last second. The annual well, pass ends up being <laughs> the annual pass ends up basically you're getting like three or four. Well, how no, many? No, you can only buy what sixty uh, sixty nine bucks. Is that what it is? Yeah, you can only buy a single annual pass. Oh, sorry. There's no that way to get the annual pass. With the annual pass is a total of 70. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So if you break that down and, and think about what the actual base game is with that, you're effectively getting then how many DLCs for what? We don't like know. That's 20, the thing. Yeah. They, like they, if you they were to point think about to three like things. That. You're right. And it's what, 20 bucks roughly yeah. currently. Well, it'd, it's go like, from, it'd go from 40 to 70, right? So 30, so it, $10 yeah, per feel, piece of content. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. It feels like yeah. you're getting more content for less amount of money than previously. Like that's what it seems like. But see, that's the point. That it's hard we don't to, know. Right. Tradi- right now, right, expansion is about 15 bucks, right? Yeah, 15 is um, yeah. And so that would be more than, than what you'd normally get out yeah. of the pass. But anyway, it's too early to say. But yeah, my head was like, there too. I'm like, wait, knowing, is, it, is it 10 bucks a thing because yeah. there's three things? Like, because like I would argue even if they cost the same, like the value definitely leans towards Warmind over Curse of Osiris, yeah, but, right? I, I personally like the annual pass model better than the expansion model because I think there's a certain expectation with an expansion. Yeah. Like yes. A cinematic narrative and I don't know. I just yeah, feel I like expectations are managed with this style. It, I agree. It, it does. Although yeah. I still do hope that they take the expansion philosophy because like I will always say like I do want three or four cool robust story missions. Yeah. 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 Wrath I, of the I, Lich King. Bird I Crusade. think what we've seen is your – Episodic wow reference. Yeah. <laughs> but I do think with right, Warmind has those pieces where whether it was Escalation Protocol or you know within there, there's like – well, the Raid Lair even. I think we can still expect those drops. I think, yeah, it's getting away from this idea that it's one whole package and it's a whole new story and expansion. Yeah. Like now they could just – like my hope is, yeah, they just drop stuff in yeah. without that expectation. Which you know, like, that's saying, great. Wouldn't it be yeah. cool? Yeah. Wouldn't it be cool if like – Add a new Nightfall. Awesome. They could. It allows yeah. them so much flexibility. Like, what if yeah. one of that one? Of, what if that winter update is just six new story missions and that's it? And then the next one is just new multiplayer modes and new like. Yeah. It just. I would. Hope they could do whatever. I don't think it'll be that. But, I think it'll be sort of a smorgasbord. Yeah, yeah. Sandboard platter. Sure. If you will. Well, the new game, a little bit of story, well, but we'll learn some more. tomato sauce on that. The new game mode, though, I mean, to me, there's a lot of different things now. I feel like that is a completely Gambit? new activity. Yeah, we'll talk about that last. Yeah, yeah, oh. that just you feel like now that could be in and of itself its own deal that they reiterate. Bunch of new maps for that game mode. And it was one of these things where I've read enough Fireteam chat comments that it, it hybrid marries PvE versus or with PvP together. And I think, yeah, like it looks super cool. We're going to talk about Gambit in just a second, but just so everybody knows, here is what you get in September 
November. According to the roadmap, we're going to get gear collections. We're going to get in-game triumphs. We're going to get weapon slot changes, weapon randomization, mod system update, bulk shader deletion, (laughs) new crucible mode, gambit, four new crucible maps, 200 additional vault slots for 500 total, in-game lore, new bounties, power matters, and Iron Banner and Trials. That was a little footnote. Not everybody yeah, thought. Power but that up. is great to have back. Yep. I am tremendously excited about that. Yeah. Power matters. Power matters. Do you think this is going to address the, the TTK issue that, that everybody kind of – That's another question. Kind of brings into question the, the PvP model. Well, for, and, and we'll use this to go into Gambit. Yeah. So for sure, definitely the ability to customize weapons. Now, obviously, there's jokes like, hey, can you equip three rockets? I don't know. They yeah. did not – well, for sure, they said you can put three rockets. You put whatever you want. Slot. They use shotguns as an example. I heard anything. that. Destiny Anyways. two forsaken. F it. Exactly. <laughs> that's what that, it is. That's D2F. what it was like. Yeah, yeah but I that's think what the F stands. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what was cool. Now, if you can, I don't, I don't know how that's going to work because then it's like what you your primary secondary weapon slot's going to fill a rocket. Well, they did mention that like it's going to change the way guardians think about power ammo and just ammo in general. Right. How I'll does that you, work? That, I'll bet you. Yeah. Like point. I'll bet you if you have three shotguns, like you won't have ammo to fill all three of those shotguns. So, but thing, yeah, you know? like is the white brick and the green brick you pick up going to go into? To those power slots because those like readily like sh- show around on the ground in pve so for me uh everybody talks about is the game catered for pvp or pve and what do you guys think the new game or in general in general because i'm always i mean people go oh cj you're a pvp guy it's like it's yes but the, i really do think that the, the pve side of yeah, destiny it's been heavier on pve i would say for destiny yes. 2 yes yeah for sure for destiny so, 2 yeah so what do you think i mean i think they're about equivalent okay yeah in destiny 2 yeah, like I think there's probably more stuff to collect from PvE than there is in PvP, but in terms oh, of sure. like playtime and in terms of investment and in terms of skill cap, like I think no, I just feel like PvP, the thought they put into it, it seems like to, PvE got more. To me, PvP seems Again, like a watered down version yeah. from Destiny One. And yeah. Yeah. PvE was sort of more focused on, like even with the weapon system where they tried to have you do the weapon juggle thing. Yeah, and to me, this yeah. was this was some of the thing. Like as a PvP guy, everybody's saying, "Oh, you should pay more attention to PVE season." It's like, no, I do. I enjoy PvP, but I still love playing PVE. And I think for sure that if you look back into the game now, PvP was designed to be very balanced, maybe a little boring. It was four v four, but it was the things that supposedly a lot of people wanted Destiny to be. We got that, and the majority of people, I think, felt a little bit neutered in their power. Mm-hmm. Now it's like. This is not Destiny 1. This is not Destiny 2. It is something else. Yeah. You want to rock three shotguns in PvE? Great. You want to do that in PvP? Cool. Do that too. What about balance? Screw it. And <laughs> they, to they me, were like, so, that's really cool. Sorry to interrupt you. No, right. They were so cautious with balance and everything. And they're they like, were. you know what? That was a mistake. It's all about the go. power fantasy. We're going to let you have that power fantasy again. Supers are going to yeah, break like, the game. We don't yep. care. Just go for it. We've Kill brought it up, but need. like in all of Destiny 2, the most fun that anyone's ever had or the most like people were talking about PvP, Crucible, Trials was when Prometheus Lens was broken. Yeah. Yep. And it, mm-hmm. no, like no one disagrees that it was broken. It was. Very imbalanced. Yep. And people who didn't have it were having a bad time. I'm not saying that that's what they should go for, but the idea that like, whoa, there's this cool new thing and it's really powerful and I want to go try it out. That is something that has been lacking on the PvP front for sure. Right. Here's how it felt to me. They're like, here's Destiny 2. My phone is Destiny 2. This is our baby. 
we're holding our baby. Oh, you can hold it for a little bit, but no, it's ours. We're going to control it. And now they're just like, yeah, whatever. He's grown up. Just, yeah. <laughs> he's just it's go crazy. do whatever. We don't care. But Taking that's awesome. Yeah. 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 Exactly. I mean, I, and it's cool. Yeah. I just can't wait. Maybe a baby's be- a bad comparison. Well, it is. That's fine. I was wondering where you're going <laughs> a, with that. That's a father. Yeah. It's all right. Uh, well, but yeah, that baby. <laughs> having, fast, actually is. having multiple snipers and shotguns, to me, it does potentially give somebody the ability to be like the sniper guy or the shotgun guy or the fusion rifle guy. Or the tractor cannon guy and just do that. I will that. have my revenge. Exactly. But then that is awesome and it doesn't potentially have to be, hey, as a PvE player, you're neutered for PvP. That's TJ awesome. has said neutered twice this episode. Neutered. And that is a fantastic transition <laughs> for no around. reason. Uh, uh, let's talk about Gambit. So Gambit is a new 4v4 multiplayer mode where your team versus another team and you fight off waves of enemies until you get to a final boss and your goal is to kill your final boss on your half of the map first. However, you can collect moats and mess with the other team. You can block off sections of their map or you can actually invade. You can invade their side of the map and go in and kill the guardians further preventing them from progressing in their challenge. Yeah. You F them up. Exactly. You, yeah. D2. Boom. Destiny 2. I'm taking that from uh, Luke. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Luke said <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Awesome. yeah it's really it, interesting. It looks really fun. It looks cool. I can't wait to try it out. It's going to be at E3, they said, and Guardian Con. Yeah. yeah like, I'm cool. actually we'll really be- surprised about this. And maybe you can speak to this too. But like, as a PvP guy, like, I might, where my head at, where my head's at when it comes to PvP and competitive PvP is like, oh, I want to see my team slayers. I want to yeah. see my capture the flags. Yeah. Uh, when, when a game brings something new, like when Halo brought in Oddball for the first time, I was like, well, this is really cool. That's what Destiny's done here, right? Like, yeah. they thought of something outside the box. Yeah. And they spent, they, they talk about it in the Vidoc, but they were like, we tasked these guys with designing a mode that leverages the best things about Destiny. So what are the best things about Destiny? Right. Well, killing monsters, killing guardians. Yeah. Yep. Like, and being competitive. And yeah. That competitive was the thing. and yeah, cooperative. And so now other. it, yeah. it now, you're working with your team to kill monsters as fast as you can, but then you're strategically making choices about how you use the resources from doing that to mess yes. with the other team. And then at times, it looks like you can send a player over Red Rover style. Yeah. To like that looks mess so with their, cool. Yeah, yeah really like you mess just with kill their them. strategy. Yeah, yeah, kill them. Like yeah. so they have to pop respond. over with a rocket tube, like bam, and then get back over. Yeah. Like that would be really cool. Like it just seems it's like a super you know? move in like a fighting <gasps> game almost. Can I have yeah. three tractor cannons? <laughs> oh you probably can't <laughs> equip three exotics. Ah, three you shotguns. already have seven in the mag. Why would <laughs> Come you on, guys. Switch? Not three exotics simultaneously. <laughs> the catalyst. I got excited for saying Sorry. Yeah, but you're right, and I think those are some of the things that you know PvP was always a very different part of Destiny especially with Destiny 2 when a lot of your weapons did not feel as powerful. So this has a lot of those things. Man, I just want to say the word neuter again. Uh, <laughs> Let's not. You just okay, did. Well, I did. It's fine. Uh, it's nice that now you now have like this activity where uh, what they did with the nightfalls and adding scorings and stuff like that, this is now right there. It's maybe not a leaderboard, and we don't know if there is or not, but like – you're playing against somebody else in a PvE mode. You want me to say it again? Yeah, I do now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's what's cool. This is a direct competition in a PvE type space. I also love just like the strategic choices it affords you. Like imagine if your job on your team in this mode is like you're the guy who goes and messes with the other team. Yeah. Like, your yep. weapon loadout is going to be way different than what you yes. would hope it would be when you're killing yep. monsters and stuff. Like yep. that's it a good just, point. Like, cause killing guardians is different than killing monsters. Like, well, I think that's be a really cool. Loadouts, it's gonna be really, really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. 
Anyway, I think that's everything. We're about to go to E3. There's a ton to go over. Those are our initial reactions to the Destiny 2 Forsaken reveal that just happened. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Any final points? What do you guys think? Let's I mean, we did it at the top of the show, all, but yeah, all we're going to be playing it, right? Yeah, yeah, days away. We're going to go play Gambit yeah. at least. We'll see what Yeah, else. so I guess just wait for full impressions. We're going to be playing yep. at E3. Weapon cool, slots, random rolls. Those are the biggest. I cannot believe that they're doing that. Vault space. In this kind of way. That's my big takeaway. New raid space slash endgame space. Yeah, pretty cool. What was your favorite thing? I don't have an ending tagline. I'm like, I'm excited for just there's too many changes at once, and that's great. <laughs> all right. Well, <laughs> we'll pick one thing. <laughs> we'll see you guys again at E3. Thank you so much for joining us this time. Until next time, Guardians out. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand-friendly, but don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.